I am so angry. A lot of things are making me angry. One thing in particular made me very angry this week was that fucking fence leaner. That old bitch next door that just leaned over her fence and rudely asked us. Are you isolating? Are you isolating? What the fuck does that even mean? It's like, we, I had bread in my hands. And I'm like, I, you know, I don't know if you know this, but I come from New York. And never, never heard you say that before. Yeah. And you stay out of other people's fucking business where I come from. Like, and so it's like, we weren't even doing anything wrong. We were arriving back to where we're staying with groceries in our hands. She was scolding. And she, she are was, you it was isolating? It's like, what, what do you, I, I'm carrying groceries. Like, who the fuck are you? And she's like, you know, I mean, that's not what I said to her, but she was like, oh, well, I'm just your neighbor. And I'm like, so? Like, why? Because you're the neighbor. Is this any of your fucking business? Don't lean over the fence. Fence leaning is a fucking... It's insanely it be illegal. rude. It yeah, be illegal. Yeah. Stay in your fucking side of the fence. I don't know what the fuck you have, you old bitch. It was really annoying. I don't like when people don't mind their own fucking business. I don't like when other people don't... Like, when they tell other people how to act. Like... I am annoyed by most of society 99% of the time. But do they have the right to act the way they act? Yes. You want to act like a dumb shit? That's your fucking choice. And, and it's not my job to go tell somebody how they should behave. I was out once uh, with a guy I used to date. I know there was somebody before you. Can you believe it? Oh, my God. It was crazy. But Oh, you used soiled woman. Yes. Disgusting. Well, well, you know... If you ever want to get a blown job again, I'd take that right the fuck back because I had to practice on somebody, okay? And this guy that I was dating at the time, he did. We were at a restaurant. We was actually buying me sandwiches, and he reached over across another table of people that were sitting there to grab the sriracha. Now, yes, I was like, "What the fuck? That's crazy!" Like, you, you just wait. Were you born on like the same long? Yeah, table? we were like on the same long table, and he just instead of saying, "Excuse me, could I grab this?" or "Would you pass?" You know, of these people, and did, he, did his arm go across people eating? Yes, it did. And I was like appalled. That's upsetting. Yeah, I was upset, but he did that. But then what I thought was like almost as bad was the guy next to him was like scolded him for it which then i'm like well wait a minute like what are you his fucking mom like what did he say i can't remember what he said because i remember i was sitting i was appalled by all parties involved except for myself i'd leave i'd leave i should have left him right then and there I would, like you can you can walk with those sandwiches i just i couldn't but i just it, it's like as rude as he was because it was definitely rude and it was like who raised you he was from the south i mean it, it just, that means he should have been they more had polite manners, yeah. that's what i yeah well maybe he was raised by a farm animal and dragged south. up in yeah. a barn yeah there we go the filthy cretin accurate actually he wasn't even raised in the south he claimed he was raised in the south but actually grew up in san diego and now it all makes sense oh so he's just a bit of a fag yeah, you really love just dropping that word for no reason. And to, if I'm, I'm angry, honest, I'm angry today. I'm angry today too. But well, do do you want to say why you're angry? Because there's the only things to talk about that are fun. We can't talk about because we did have a fun experience. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna say we, and I'm angry about it too because we've actually had a an incredibly, I would say it's in my top five most insane things that's ever happened to me. And if anybody who knows me out there, you know, I've smoked meth, I've managed a sex dungeon. I like that these are my fun facts about me. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I've, done, I've been around a little bit. And this is easily falling into top five, but we've discussed it and we just, we can't discuss it until we leave Australia. <laughs> that means we have a list of things to talk about, which are all fucking boring as fuck. They're fucking shit. It's like 
Like, what do we have on the list? Like, oh, I, I, I learned that milk makes me bloated. Okay, who cares? Yeah. Except for me. I don't want to be fat. Catherine um, was getting fat, and then uh, we took milk over her diet, and now she's skinny. Imagine it. Hilarious. <laughs> who would have thought? She's going to be an obese American, and now she's just... In Australia. In Australia, and now you're just skinny. And now I'm skinny Full again. cream, and I, and I was pumping the milk into her. I told her it was good for her. Yeah, you told me there was nothing wrong with it, and I believed it because you were so jacked when we met. And now I think it's because, I don't know, you, you like. I didn't know it's. There, I think where I'm from, we're the most uh, lactose tolerant people in the whole world. So I think I can deal with milk, but you, you just start farting and get fat like a baby. Yeah, let's not act like it's not fart o'clock at like 9 p.m. for you, and you just start stinking up the small room we live in. Give me a fucking break. Anyway. Hey, if you can't, if you, <laughs> I, I was going to just say something that didn't make sense. I mean, if you can't dish it, get out of the doghouse, which like isn't, doesn't go together. Um, I mean, like really the most interesting thing that happened. No, God, it's, it's not even interesting, but I basically pretended to be you when we called Optus. On the phone, yeah. Because we bought a $10 SIM card that never showed up, so I pretended to be you. Another reason why I'm, why I'm angry. Yeah, it is fucking, it's infuriating. Fuck it was, this it, company. It took an hour it took an hour on the phone, and then when I finally reached somebody who would help me, they were like, what is your name? And I was like, the order is under the name Mark O'Keefe. And she was like, and what is your name? And I had this moment where I got to decide, am I going to be me or am I going to be Mark? And I knew that these fuckers would fuck with me with just no lube if I went as myself. So I was like, it's Mark? And I sounded angry because in that moment, I was trans. I was suddenly... Oh, yeah, misgender me. Misgender me right now. We're going straight to your manager. We're getting this company closed down. That means I would be trans for $10 just to get a $10 SIM card back. That's what happened to me. But you have to believe a lie when you're on the phone. fucking money. With people. You're not very good at this. No, I can't. I can't do it. You don't seem... I'm not a great liar, but I can tell a story and then believe the story if I must. Can you? I'm going to try it again for my airline. Because that one was very pitiful. That was tragic. I felt bad after that. I just agreed with the guy, and then he, he probably could have charged me more money for and, and called me and called me a pussy. And I was like, oh, sorry. Sorry, Abdul. And I couldn't understand a word he was saying, which is so tragic, because I don't want to feel like... The whole time you're on call to customer service, and they put you onto an Indian guy, and, like, he is... I do not understand him. He does not understand me. And, like, what am I meant to do, like? Well, that's the thing. Is you know like, what I mean? What are you meant to do? I've told you what to do. Watching you on the phone is like watching you about to give him everything you own. Like, whoever you're on the phone with, even though you are you are entitled to a refund, it's like you are a, 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 f- a split second away from being like, you know what, here's my bank account, I'm going to drain it. Whatever his name was, Sanjeev, he was like, no, no refunds. And I'm like, no, I'm reading your terms and conditions. It says refund. And he was like, well, yes, but I, you, you'll get like half the money. But why does this say full? And he was like, yeah, you'll get half the money. You just and then he kept on going, voucher, voucher. And I was like, your airline doesn't work anymore. And then I was like, I'm just going to call my bank. It sounded like you said, I'm going to call my mom and, and have her sort this I'm out. I'm going to call my mom. My mom will fix it. I told you the, the words to use. Yeah? Extortionate. No, extortion. This is extortion. And? You are fraudulent. There we go. So. This is a fraudulent company. This is extortion. And then I, got, I have to make up a backstory. I have to say that I'm living outside. I live in the park now. I mean, that's where we do all these recordings. So yeah, we, we kind of live in the park, yeah. Kind of do live in the park. I'm, I'm going to call him back. I'm going to be, I live in the park. I've been turning tricks for money. 
uh, I'm eating I'm eating dirt and grass. I have no clothes anymore. It's funny. You're 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 just such a nice person. Like it's like you you won't even get back from an airline what is rightfully yours. Yeah, what he, you deserve. He was well trained. This negotiator of theirs, which he wasn't really. I just gave him all the openings. I sounded unsure. I'm gonna. I, I just have to learn my backstory off. I have to learn my backstory. How I went on vacation. I had a month's holiday in Australia. Covid happened, and now I'm a prostitute who lives in the park. <laughs> You're like my lips weren't made for this. <laughs> I was crying on the phone, like please, please. I do with some drama. I could do with some drama because Netflix isn't cutting it. They're making a killing, though. They are. They are the other people benefiting from this. Zoom, Netflix, the media. I feel like doing a Zoom show is basically just like signing up to bomb on the internet. A hundred percent. There's, there's no way the format doesn't work. You need a live audience for the format. You're like, appropriating cam girl culture by getting on a webcam and not taking off your clothes. Yeah, it's no one wants to hear your joke. And you know what I've heard about, which is fucking crazy? Like, I guess there's like Zoom AA meetings and shit like that. And then they're like, people are like, I mean, everybody knows about this, but they're like, um, you know, getting on them and then like broadcasting child porn. Which is like... Are you telling me it does work? Stand-up comedy does work. <laughs> <laughs> what the jokes do land? <laughs> Baby sex. It's it's just... Yeah, and it's... I don't know. It's just... I, it's not for me. If it's some shit you want to do... But it's like what I found is like there's an influx of people just creating content that like... Yeah, the content. Like people are... That's, it's not even who they are. Yeah, but you, everyone's like, you know, we're new to this. This is tough. This is a lot tougher than what you think it would be. Just chatting on a fucking microphone. Well, it's because we used to have lives, and now we're, I, I, you know, we're sitting in a fucking room. We're going on walks. I mean, like, really, aside from the insane shit that happened to us that we can't talk about, the biggest drama in my life is my right foot hurts, and I found it's probably because I haven't been wearing proper footwear for the last 15 years of my fucking life, and so now I have to massage it every night. Yeah, I get. Whoop de do, yeah, you know. I get excited to go to clinical tr- oh, studies. Oh yeah, you did have something interesting happen there, though. Yeah, they tested my brain. They did. They called you back. You were so excited. I've actually never seen somebody so excited when you they, got the yeah. call back after thinking. They kept me waiting so long for the call back that I called them and left a message. That's how they get you wanting more. I was like, hey, I wanna, I wanna really take part in this trial, which you know, does a zero point zero one percent chance might kill me, but I, I really <laughs> want to do it. Will you guys uh? How, how, how are you guys? Dr. John? How, how are things? And they, they called me back and I got my brain scanned. And my skull measured. They haven't done that since like World War Two. I was going to say, you've had your skull. I thought you were going to be like, since I was a young lad. They measured my skull. How do they measure a skull? With um, bendy uh, measuring tape. Bendy Just measuring tape. tape. Just uh, like, the way, like the way you'd make a, me- a dress, a dressmaker tape. How big's your skull? Um, what did she say exactly? She measured it. She measured the side and she went, oh dear. And then she measured uh, back the front and she went, I'm afraid my diagnosis is you are retarded. No, nope, that didn't happen. <laughs> they, they don't. <laughs> no, she said I'd uh, she had a, I'd a good good size skull. And then she hooked <laughs> up me uh, hooked me up to uh, electrodes. Do you, is the size of your skull? Does it have any correlation with the size of your dick? I should have asked her that. Yeah, you should have asked her that. That was a missed opportunity. That was a missed opportunity. All you have is time. I know, and I'm not asking the right questions when they're like testing my brain. It's my brain waves. They wanted to find 
they want to find more information on and I was like more like a brain tsunami with me doc and she was like what and I was like what <laughs> and then it was like control all delete in yeah. conversation <laughs> no but then she hooked like the electrodes there was like 50 electrodes all over my head like I looked like um I did guess you make I looked a noise? like a, did you make a fun noise like like a like a, ch a chattering noise when you moved around to be honest I was really not chatting in there I wish I had there's a lot of there's a lot of times there's an opportunity to say a stupid joke you know um but oh, is, is uh, your your, comp your is your computer gonna crash because of all my uh, my deep thoughts but I didn't even think of that anyway look <laughs> I think it was good you didn't think of that I don't know what the fuck that just was <laughs> uh, what, am I, what am I thinking of okay so when I put a lot of electrodes on my head you know and they hooked it up can I'm, I just say it's are, having not performed stand-up comedy I'm starting to get scared, like listening to you stammer just then, trying to come I've up with I've been stammering joke. a lot. I've I know, but I'm scared that like, do I even know how to do comedy anymore? Like, I'm looking at you, <laughs> trying to come up with the I joke. I can barely speak English right now. Most of the, our talking happens on this podcast. I know. Anyway, so she hooks me up okay. to all these electrodes, right? And it looks like I have dreadlocks, you know? It's like, there's so many. And then she like hooks me up and she's looking at her screen and she's typing and she goes, Oh my god And I'm like what And she goes This says you're gay Fucking A You know I th I, I thought What I, they I try and do in there Is they try and induce An epileptic fit So they electrode up your brain They turn off all the lights They shove a light right in your face A strobe light And it gets increasingly more Strobey Stro like You know like the, Off the, on off on yeah, off yeah, on Yeah off on the, Yeah to the point where You don't even know If it's just a light right in your eyes it's And uh, they couldn't Like so I don't have uh, epileptic um, tendencies, Great. tendencies whatsoever. Good. Yeah, and then, uh, then what, what's all that shaking and crying you do in the middle of the night? That's just how we sleep. <laughs> <laughs> That's just me having a peaceful snooze. Yeah, when you came out of that uh, thing, you had goo all over. I had goo in my head. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a job well done. <laughs> if there's not liquids involved, then what, what even happened? Yeah. But I, I don't know, the hospital was, um... Dude, uh, that guy's kissing that woman's tits over there. That's a boy kissing her. Oh, oh my God. You're right, those are teenagers. Because she was standing up, uh... Ugh, I they're making out. He's holding her with her legs around him. What do oh you, my what God, do you think, you're at prom? Go right. back to high school. This looks like a Me Too situation. Do you want to report it? No. Let's report this to the cops. No, they, they have every right to do whatever the fuck dumb shit they want to do. Children. Anyway, so, you, yeah, you had goo all over you. Yeah, and, but like this is for this is how I'm making my money. You haven't made any money yet. That's I the know, thing. but it's, it's I'm going to. Yeah. As soon as this is done, this I'm just going to sign up for another one. I mean, I'm waiting for my call. I hope I hope I get to go in. I mean, shit, it's all we got to look forward to. I mean, we're, we're going to we're probably going to stay in Australia for another while anyway because you talked to the consulate. Consulate called me. I didn't have to call them. They called me. They were like, Mark, we've heard so much about <laughs> You're you. You're needed back in Ireland. All yeah. that hot shit comedy that you do. <laughs> <laughs> we've heard so much about you. So we, they offered me a flight and I was like, I can't afford that. And they were like, so what are you going to do? And I was like, here's the situation. And they were like, hey, why don't you just stay in Australia? And I was like, you know what? I'm going to stay in Australia a little bit longer. Thanks, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, babes. You've been sweet. <laughs> so, what part of Ireland are you from? I was like Cork. 
She was like, oh, the real capital. And I was like, we're joking. Wait. We're joking, Karen. Was she the Irish consulate? She was Australian, though. She was probably working for the Irish consulate. Don't you feel like, I mean, and maybe call me a simpleton or old-fashioned, but don't you feel like... I don't call anyone simpleton. I call them fucking retarded. Okay. Well, don't you feel like if they're working for the consulate, they should have the accent? <laughs> yeah, I know. I thought that as well. But right? like, she's like there should be some some yappy American in the American consulate being like, ah, where's my coffee? I'm me. I'm saying it should be me. I should be there. I was just thinking, working. could I do an accent, an accent right now? You can do the Australian accent pretty well. I can't. Yeah, no, give it a shot. No, no, no. I want to work on it more. God damn it. You know, when we finally get on a roll and we finally get somewhere, you're like, no, wah, cry. <laughs> Are you self-isolating? Fuck off, cunt. Okay, so... <laughs> I do, I miss stand-up. Do you remember your last set? Yeah, I remember my last set. I actually, during my last set, I joked about it being my last set. And like, I knew it would probably be my last set for a while. It was like, it was at this show in Sydney, in Bondi Beach, which apparently you know about Bondi Beach. What is Bondi Beach? I heard that's where all the, the go. All the silly billies go and, silly. Ha- and, and go for a Jerk swim. each other off in a yeah. tanned all way. All the beautiful people who are a bit silly, they, the, so the, they hang out. Are, are they like the people on that Netflix show that everybody's watching that we also watch? Beautiful retards. Yeah, that yeah, show. Yeah. Um, it was like the people, there were all these hot people and they were put on an island but they couldn't fuck each other and then they act like it was the end of the world. Yeah. But they couldn't. Yeah, the only mentally challenged people you're allowed to laugh at now have to be gorgeous. I can't, yeah, they have to be I, I that premise troubles me. They, because they are, for, for, for like $100,000, it was like, don't fuck for four weeks. That would be so easy for me. Yeah. Or you don't fuck, don't touch yourself. I mean, I'm just like, yeah, 100 grand, done. I would do that for $20 yeah, at I mean, this point. All it has to be is like all the... All the chicks in there just say, if anyone approaches me, I'm going to scream rape. That's going to put like, the whole thing, and then everyone gets money. Yeah, for the greater These good. These people are retarded. And they're like, oh, I don't know how I'm going <laughs> to... And one guy kept calling everybody a, a what is it, sneaky pot, naughty possum. That guy was the biggest faggot. He was a male cunt, was what he was. That fiend was fucking the worst. It's just, anyway, like, that, that program... It's just trash on trash. You, I was done. You gotta with watch having, it though. You gotta watch well, it. Well, I mean, you yeah. got nothing else to do because you have to. Because we have watched a lot of crime documentaries, and you gotta you gotta wash that down with something that's gonna just make you stupid. And I am more stupid for having watched. Which that I show. have been enjoying kind of reality TV because I think people look down and they think, oh, I'm too smart for that, but you're not. You're well, definitely not. You have not. to watch it a very a specific way, which yeah, we've talked yeah. about. There are you're analyzing human behavior and yes. the dramas in it. Yes. And it's like reality TV and Russian literature are the same thing. See, someone's going to get their heart broken, there's going to be a lot of tears, and then someone will kill themselves in the end. You know what I'm saying? It's incredible. Yes. They run parallel. Well, what I like thinking about is the producers of the show, right? Like like the the story behind the story. Yeah. Yeah, And those people sitting in a boardroom trying to orchestrate this madness of all these people who, like, like I, I've watched The Bachelor and The Bachelorette before, and I've often never like finished a full season, but I'll watch it because you're you're watching these people 
like trying to sell again live this fucking lie to the world they're like oh no i'm here for love it's like no you're here for stage time like yeah. you know or tv time like you probably are some like fake ass life coach living in a penthouse and you make like 200 grand a year but you want more followers and so you're on the bachelor and like trying to sell me a lie and I love watching that I love trying to get into the psyche of these people whose lives I've never lived and couldn't understand you know it's, it's fun in that way I don't think it's yeah. the, how they mean for you to watch the show no I, I think there's like people they go like the people who are manipulating them which they don't even know they're being manipulated you know in like in the the people who are narrating the story by creating the dream like the, the rules <laughs> the and the dream the, the dream it is a dream it is a the dream. rules and the drama they're like, I think they're like, these people are so dumb that they don't realize that we're kind of twisting them about. But the ones that are any bit clicked on, a lot of them, they just like after the show, they just top themselves. You know, they just take pills or they hang themselves. Because, you know, there's no real pinnacle of a financial stability. Not anymore because the market is too, yeah. just too much, you know, for you. To, you have to have something you can offer. Unless you're that hot, you can just sell pictures. But that's tough these days because, you know what I mean? Everyone's doing it. Everybody's getting fat in quarantine. Everyone, yeah. I think I'm going to have a glow up. Yeah? Yeah, do you know what that is? No. It means you, you look better than you did before. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it, to quarantine, you're either getting fatter or skinnier. That's it. No one's staying the same. Nobody's and staying the same. And I think there's one, you, you want to get thinner. Yeah. Fat hasn't been cool for a while. Ever. What do you mean for a while? It's it not depends. for me. Okay, how about this? It's not for me. I don't have the body type to rock fat. Yeah. You got I, the accent for it, though. <laughs> Give me a fucking burger. I'm from New York. <laughs> I think you did an impression of me the other day where you were like, she's not funny. He's not funny. Hack. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I don't want to get fat in this quarantine. Dude, but that, that one reality show, I know this is fucking stupid. This is where we are now. It's just talking about dumb shows we watch. But we started watching another show that's totally the opposite of that. What's it Correction. called? We had an O... K time. K. An okay time. We were on ketamine. Yeah. And we were watching a show. Do you remember what it's called? Uh, it's uh, called uh, Terrace House Boys and Girls in the City. While I don't approve of you, of this, th th doing just accents out of nowhere, <laughs> of races you are not, that was pretty good. That was a pretty good Japanese accent. That's, I will this, give you that. This show is very relaxing. It's Well, it's based in Tokyo. Yeah. And it's like a bunch of Japanese kids... All who are, I would say, probably more successful than I was at, at the age that they are. They're like 22, 23. Everyone's very respectful. They're, of... they're quiet. Yeah. They're, they do things in a quiet way. They, they, the meals they make for themselves casually, like, oh, yeah. Chirp, yeah, chirp, yeah, chirp, yeah, yeah. gotcha. Where you're fucking shit. here. But the meals they make for themselves casually are like better than anything I've had in a restaurant. Just, they're, they're, you know, like sushi. They're like having sushi. Like, I've never made sushi at home. Like, that's something, like, I can only go and pay top dollar for because I don't know how. They're just like, let's have sushi. And then nothing happens. Nothing happens. They're real demure about everything. And then, like, a group of adults and one 14-year-old talk shit about what we all just watched. And they, are, they put so much energy in. They're like, And then they laugh they, very enthusiastically. <laughs> yeah, they're like, ah! And then, and then the show's over. And it over. goes back to a show where people are pottering. You can barely hear their footsteps. Pottering. Yeah, they're yeah. just like... And they bow to each other, and then when they laugh, they cover their mouth. And you know what? It's just kind of—it's kind of therapeutic. And it's, it's really like a, therapeutic. It's in contrast to what we just watched, which was kind of Western trash. Yeah, it was just diarrhea coming out of an ass—a beautiful toned ass. 
but still, yeah. but still diarrhea exploding out of it. Yeah, I remember there was one part in the show where one of the hot girls got sick, and she was in bed and she was sick, but she had like a full face of makeup on, and you like out of nowhere out loud you went gross, you know? Because yeah, there's something so fucking nauseating about you know how plastered and everything they are. Yeah, it's like there, well, there, there was never a time. You know, and then you're like, was you know, was Elliot Roger right? I don't know who Elliot Roger is. The guy, uh, he shot all the pretty girls in uh, Santa Barbara. Oh, he wrote, okay. He, yeah, I read yeah. his book. It's called uh, My Twisted World. Fantastic read. Interesting. Elliot is the biggest faggot going. He's a loser. Why do you keep dropping that? No, word? this is he's accurate for him. Okay. But the book is, uh, you, I finished it like that because he's he, he can write. He's such a loser. He cries about everything. When there's like you know when he's out of milk, he cries. It sounds like you. Yeah, no, but it's it's worth a read. And then on Goodreads, people have that one star, and it's like separate the art from the artist. He's a good he's a good writer. He's a terrible person. Yeah, I guess you know that's funny. I guess that is the age old uh, debate: Can you separate the art from the artist? Of course you can. I agree. I mean, I don't know. I find things funny, like like Louis C.K.'s not not funny just because he took his dick out. I like the special. The latest one. The latest one? I thought it was alright. Yeah. And you don't really watch stand-up. I don't really watch stand-up. And and you were watching another one that I, you know, you, you told me that I guess, you know, he's been around forever. Not forever, but for a while, yeah. What's his name? Is that the one we were watching last? Yeah. Chris D'Elia. Yeah. That was bad, wasn't it? That was not, whatever that was, was not for me. I think it's just something, yeah, uh, something that's just not connected. I, I think the guy's a funny comic, I just don't know why. But there was the guy with his shirt off that I thought was funny. Burt Kreischer, that was a good special. I was yeah. thinking, I didn't That think, actually made me I wasn't me expecting laugh. that to be... Burt Kreischer, I don't know who he is, um, but he had his shirt off the whole time, and I thought he was very funny. And he did a great job of telling stories and punching up the stories, and I laughed about kid stuff, which is, like, not my forte. No, that was, that was, you could see kids. that was like, that special was ran through the whole country for a year. You know, he like, he worked on it hard. Yeah, well, it was good. And then, it showed. Then I watched half of uh, Eliza's uh, sketch show and it made me realize that I actually hate women. Yeah, that's fair. I also saw part of that and I was like, this is for somebody. Again, it's not for me. Yeah. Bad. You know, you, the thing is, what I find, uh, some, a lot of people will say they don't like something or something's bad because they don't like it when in fact it's like I'm not going to say Eliza Schlesinger blah, 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 blah. I don't even I can't even say her name very I'm Jewish not, that's not where I was going at all what? but yeah it's not where you were going no the more sides but I I'm, I can't like some some people are like oh no like she sucks at comedy and this and that and the other look I've like seen it um she, I think she's good at what she does whatever that is yeah. Is it for me? Absolutely not. I don't want to watch it. I, I, it would not be something I would choose to do. If you were to glue my eyeballs open a la Clockwork Orange and make me watch it, I'd, I'd end up killing myself and everyone around me. But is it good for what it is? Yeah, I guess so. But that sketch show was a bad time. That was a bad time. That was not, that was not for anybody. But, um, you know, speaking of comedy, you were talking to me about my last set. What was your last set like? It was great. Oh yeah! Oh, that easy it for you to fat. say. It was only a five-minute spot. Okay. And it was the room was. Um, I have trouble with five-minute spots. That's what I, I did. I was until I was only that's all I was doing in London for a while, and I kind of got the hang of it again. See, but, yeah, it uh, honestly like I did one of my last shows was at uh, the Sydney Comedy Store, 
and it was a five minute spot and I struggled. I mean, you know, you watched the set. Oh, is that the one we wouldn't you we I refused to watch because there I was some big laughs in it, but yeah, you guess you just didn't like the camera angles on your um on Yes, of course I didn't like the camera angles. Fine. I looked I looked like a heifer and I it will never see the light of day. However, I didn't like the set itself. I, I struggled to do five minute sets um at this point and I'm not saying that's because I'm better than it. It's just like I haven't really had to do one like that, so I don't have a tight five. I'm not ending up on late night, okay? Who am I fucking kidding? My mom's always like, oh, you gotta clean it up so you can end up on TV. I'm not gonna end up on fucking TV, you know? TV I doesn't exist anymore. Well, actually, TV is all that exists. No, but I mean terrestrial TV doesn't exist. The late night stuff? I don't yeah, even know Yeah, but no, no one cares about that. You know, I do feel bad for anybody who had a late night set right before this happened, and now they can't take advantage of it for their career because everything got put on hold. Comedy is over. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and I don't even want to talk about that, but, um, yeah, I've never, I haven't been good at a five-minute set for a long time, and it makes me sad. Mine, so, was, mine was great. So yours was great, mine was and, fantastic. and then what happened? Um, everyone in the room was like, that was fucking awesome. And, you know what, uh, no, I wasn't there. Then the so, booker so. bought me a... A beer. Uh huh. So this could all be a lie. It could be a lie, but it's not. Cause usually I say that sucked. It was bad. This one was like it was. It was. It just was okay. That's kind of how I feel about I this podcast it. right now. This one was just okay. We started off angry. You see, we should have kept the anger up. I mean, I could probably get angry again pretty quickly. I am sad. Comedy's over. I do remember my last my last set, my last roasts. I remember there was like three guys sitting at a table, and they all looked like they, it looked like an evolution of one of them. Because, like, the first guy had a beard and no hair. And then the second guy had a hat and a beard. And then the third guy had a beard and a big bun. What are hipsters? I don't know what they were. but Because they all look the same. I haven't shaved in quite a while. Yeah, your neck is filled with hair. But um, I, I remember... I like I chop wood. Yeah, I joked about that being my last set. And turns out it was. I what, what about your... Do you have a biggest bomb? Do I? Yeah, where to, which one? Which one to pick from? Haha. <laughs> um, oh, there's no. Most of the time it's because I was too drunk, though. Yeah, that, it's I think that's you're like, dumb. You're, yeah, yeah, but no. But when you start out, it's like something, you know. It only took me about three years to figure out that you're you're not meant to like have bombs every night. No, way too many <laughs> drinks. I could, I can make people laugh when I'm drunk. Because I was doing uh, I was doing comedy in a country where countries that I was like you know, I was. I was stereotypically Irish and drunk on stage. It was just funny in itself. So it was kind of hacky? It was completely hacky. Mm. Do you think you're going to be a better comic when you leave this quarantine? No. It will be worse for sure. I was getting worse for the last year. Mm. Why? I don't know. I was rocking for a shitty club. I don't think that. You can't blame the fucking club. I was, I was just uninspired. I remember you said that you couldn't talk about the things you wanted to talk about. Yeah, I couldn't. I, I didn't like, doing comedy in your in, uh, in your hometown in a small town is fucking tough. It's too tough. It's not when they like every what you know everyone you know a lot of people in the room and shit like that. It's like. I mean, I get it. I hate it, and I think that's precisely why this podcast, this particular episode, I think will go down as one of our least favorites because we couldn't talk about Fuck what you. we wanted to talk yeah. about. Yeah. Like I can't imagine living in like. You know, I remember when we were talking and you were living in Cork and you were like, I can't talk about what I want to talk about because, you know, it's a small town and everybody knows my family and I'm, I, I'm like, 
sort of dating this girl and it makes me feel uncomfortable to talk about these things and I remember thinking to myself that sounds like a fucking prison and right now that's how I feel about this week and I am very much looking forward to the end of this particular episode what about you Mark this fucking faggot oh, this guy is a loud talker on the fucking reach phone out. he's talking on speakerphone it's a fucking spast I feel like I, this guy's been here before you know the only time I ever did that I have to say I had had my phone, it got it got broken, the speaker, so I could only talk on speakerphone, and I will say I did feel very important. Look at those, like, fucking pants that are too short for I him. I can't see him. He's behind and a tree now. No I can socks. just hear him. No, he's got, like, he's got baby's pants on. Well. He's got baby's pants on and no socks. He's fucking off now. Yeah. What good. a dope. Well, whatever. Like, I've already been angry, like, because of this virus, and then you just have to look at people like that. They, ex- they get to exist. I don't know how people like that exist. I don't know how half the world exists. You know, I'm very good at being nice to people, but it doesn't mean I like all of them. Like, I'm happy to be nice to people and be, you know, the best way to deal with the world and society is to just be a nice person, Mm. which I can do. But, like, I hate most of these fuckers. Yeah. Like, once you get to know them. Everyone enjoys a good uh, gossip behind someone's back. Oh, yeah. If you pretend like you don't, then... I, well, then that's what you're doing. People, d- yeah, people who were nice to me would definitely say rude things behind my back, and I welcome that. I think that's a healthy way to to process your dislike for someone. Not even dislike, but just like you know, you find someone else who's like minded and going, "It's not person like this." I'm not crazy. Oh to think yeah, it's fun like, to it's fun and to it's fun. fun. It's yeah. fun when you hate the same it's people. Bonding, people. hatred is bonding. Yeah, but I don't like when people say not nice things about you behind your back. I don't care. Well, I don't like it when it's not true. I don't even care like about that. The, the girl you used to date, oh, yeah. spreading all those lies. But that's what journalists do, I think. Mm. I feel like that's happened a lot during coronavirus. As journalists, they kind of like... I feel like journalists and media like to propel their own agenda. So it's hard to know who to believe because everybody's just out for themselves. Why well, is the the headline... I hate the way the headline has nothing to do with the story. The headline is like, ba something, something. And then the story is completely like... It's like you're lying. It's funny because um, I was d- recording my other podcast with Megan Walsh today, Somewhat Scientific, and th- there we were talking about the headline about uh, kinds of pigeons on the East Coast that they don't mix well. And she was like, the headline's really misleading because it's not really about what the article is. And it's funny because I find that to be true with anything. I, it's it's very much, it reminds me of the show The Wire. I think you started watching that. You probably, like, it's not right to just judge everyone as a group. Like, probably not all journalists are pieces of shit. But, like, there's plenty of them who are, like, propelling their own agenda at all times, whether it's on the side of, you know, Trump or not Trump or whatever the fuck. And it's hard to just, just get facts from people. Just straight, hard-line facts about what's going on. I need to watch The Wire, actually. You do need to watch The Wire. No, don't It was kind of... Do you remember when we saw that photo of that lady, like, uh, who took the photos of the people standing in front of the protesters? Yeah. Like, the, the nurses? The, uh, the crisis actress nurses. Yeah, the crisis actors. Yeah. yeah. Well, do you remember, like, like that lady, I read about her just because, I, I just read what she said, like, she's a freelance journalist, and, like, she had gone to, like, take photos of the Denver protest, but then decided to go to a different area, and then heard the commotion, and her quote on it was about getting the photos was I literally took off running towards them because I knew this was huge. I basically kind of blacked out a little bit because I knew this was so big, you know, in parentheses, for my career. She said, I just started firing away with my camera trying to get as much documentation as I could. 
that lady doesn't give a fuck about humanity, in my opinion. From what, from that quote, I mean, like, what do you think? Yeah, she's like, there's been nothing exciting for years. Now we got this virus, and it's time to for me to cash in. I would love to find one person who would trade the good that happened in their career for this virus to have never happened. Nah. I doubt it. I doubt there's anybody out there like that. I mean, there's a few, but no one cares about those people. They don't sell papers. Or clicks. Martyrs don't sell anything. No. Except unless you're Jesus. And even then. Was Jesus really without sin? <laughs> Cure the virgins of their virginity. I don't know enough about, about religion. Nor do I. To have a conversation about it. I like being disrespectful about it, but... Well, no. it's great because I don't really ever want to talk about it. Yeah, I don't care about it. We don't have... Well, we do... I mean, we do and we don't have stuff to talk about. Some of the stuff... Well... So, what else is in the news? Oh, we're getting married Monday. Do you remember that? I that that we're getting married. Did you, did you remember that? Yeah. It was Monday. That's Monday. Yeah, I did. I had to remind you that no, it was Monday. No, no more strange <laughs> pussy for me. Yes. <laughs> How do you feel about that? Good. Good. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a whole. No more waking up next to some farm animal going, oh no, not again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look yeah. at this whale. I guess that's true. I guess all that I'm I'm done raping myself. Just you now raping me whenever. Thank God. <laughs> um not our first choice, but it is the choice. Yeah, it's a backyard way trash wedding. Yeah, I think it's kind of fitting cuz you know, neither of us ever really wanted all that attention in that way. Weddings are only fun to go to. It sucks because we had this great plan. I think did we yeah, we oh, we did. Well, no, we said we said part of it that we were going to get married at the fringe, but we didn't say what we were going to do. So we might as well just say what we were going to do since it was such a great fucking joke, you know. So anybody who basically we've never told we haven't we still haven't told we've told our p- moms that we're yeah. getting married, yeah. But we've told effectively nobody else, which means because none of our friends listen to this podcast, like comedian friends, really. Yeah. Comics don't listen to each other's podcasts which unless is- you're Joe Rogan. Yeah, and yeah. I still couldn't pick that man out of a lineup if I had to, but um, we knew that no nobody would actually, none of our friends would know. And what we were gonna do is go to the fringe. We were gonna get married in Scotland. Oh yeah, I had a massive deja vu there. It was yeah? strange. Just now? Yeah. Of me being like married in Scotland. No, it was something else. You know, you kind of you're almost in a fucking dream state. It was like this has all happened before. Anyway. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get married in Scotland. I mean, it is our fourth time trying to record this episode, so maybe maybe that's, that's what, it. But we were gonna get married in Scotland, and and then we were gonna take one of my off days. I had a show that was I was bringing to the fringe again. Yeah, and we're gonna invite everyone to a bar and say we got a, this bar is a load of free booze. That's free only, booze. That's the only way to get to people. my venue. To your venue, which like it was a great venue called Sophie Southside, and the way it's set up is there's seating on either side of an aisle. Yeah. So we were going to uh, lure in all of the alcoholic comedians by telling them that we had free booze and we were going to have uh, free champagne that we were going to have purchased at the venue, get all the co- comics to sit down, and then we were going to give another one of our comic friends essentially to do the whole like traditional marriage thing. We're yeah. basically going to have a surprise. We're, we're getting married in front of your eyes. Yeah, that would have, yeah, and it would have been funny. It would have been um, hilarious. Yeah. We were so excited. We were, and then, um... I love freaking people out. Like, I'll do... I'll take the attention like that to freak everybody out. Yeah, that's the only time I want it, if it's something funny. Otherwise, I don't want want any attention whatsoever. Yeah, and then also, what would have been great is the 
whole thing, since it was going to happen during my show slot time, it only would have been an hour. So it only yeah. would have been an hour, and there would have been some champagne. And then it's over with. And then it's fucking over with. And then we just have to, you know, do the party with our parents, which, you know, is, is good. You, that's for the moms. Yeah, that's grand. You can just do that, and you can do that over however long, you know. I mean, you can do that whenever you travel yeah. to a certain place. But yeah, no, Monday we're doing like, some dude is coming to our... Uh, our back garden. Ben with two ends. Ben with two ends. And we can only have legally because uh, of the of the Rona. We can have five people total there, which is convenient since the, you know we need two. Including witnesses. yeah, including him and our our housemates. Our housemates who are our witnesses. Our witnesses. That's which th- th- what's funny about this is like so you're Irish, I'm American, and our housemates are French and English, and then presumably this celebrant. That's what they're officially called a celebrant. Presumably he'll be Australian. So it's a very international wedding, and he will be the first Australian I've talked to since I arrived in Melbourne. Crazy, isn't it? It is crazy. I haven't gotten to talk to one Australian since getting here. Have I even talked to one? No. Why would you have? Maybe at the store. No, but yeah, but you don't talk to anyone at the store. You don't talk to anybody at the store. You don't even, you don't go near people at the store This is insane. It's five weeks and I haven't talked to an Australian. Isn't it nuts? It's fucking insane. Yeah, we've only, we've actually only had uh, interactions with two sets of couples. Our housemates and then some of our new friends that we met who are Irish and Sri Lankan. Yeah, new buddies. The two couples, I would say, are very different in just terms of the way they live their lives. Yeah. And it's kind of, it's interesting to be in one home... And, you know, where people kind of, like, are working nine-to-five jobs and, you know, they go to concerts and, you know, that's what they do. And then on the other side of the spectrum, you have, like, hippies. Yeah, hippies. I like hippies. They're funny. Hippies. And, you know, Irish, Sri Lankan, she's 21, they're hippies, and they are world travelers. Yeah, very interesting. Very interesting people. Very interesting people. But it's, it's like, kind of um, not one Australian. Yeah, it's so Australian. I didn't even realize that till now, but I actually haven't. Fucking hell. Yeah, bizarre. When is this lockdown going to be over so we can go to a bar and talk to some dirty Australian? We have no idea, and that's the point. God damn it. But when it is over, you and I will be married. Yes, we are. Who else is getting married? Everyone's everyone's actual actual wedding plans where they spent like 50 grand is destroyed well, that's the and thing. ruined. I think we're spending, I don't know. I don't we're spending the amount of money it costs for this guy to come and do it. Which is not that much. My mom's buying a cake. And we went to a thrift store that happened to be open, surprisingly, and we have some outfits. Yeah, you look classy. I think I'll be wearing black because goth is in my heart. I got flowery shirt. You look good. Yeah, floral. Yeah, it'll be fun. And I mean, I don't know, it was realistically, you know, when we discussed it, the only real way we could probably enforce remaining together throughout this, I mean, you know, out of all of this. Yeah, of course, because of borders and border security and no cause of viruses and bat soup yeah I mean the only thing you can't control when stand-ups coming back or when anything else is happening but it's all gonna be great the future's looking bright I mean whatever you gotta tell yourself the fucking, oh. there's mosquitoes oh my god yeah pieces of shit how do you feel about getting married I'm super excited are you <laughs> I can't wait I, the cake looks great I can't well I wonder what the cake's gonna look like I'm fucking drink and what? And drink. And drink? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe do some drugs? Who knows? <laughs> I mean, just kidding. I have clinical trials coming up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I have clinical trials coming up after. But, like, yeah, no, it's going to be great. It's a good idea. I think we're, I think we're, that's the only way we can do it. We're doing it right. Yeah. 
So look at that. You'll be Mr. Mark O'Keefe because I, you're going to keep your name and I'm going to keep mine. Yeah, like for way we and changing your name seems like such hassle. And I think we're going to, are we going to live stream the wedding? We, we're talking oh, yeah, about yeah. doing we, that. We got technology to do it. We might as well do it. Yeah, but it's going to be in the middle of the night. So it's really funny. So it's like the only people who will know about it are the people who listen to the podcast. And the people who only listen to it like up to date as well. Yeah, so. up to date. And we're just we're just going to go live. And then whoever's watching is just, I guess, going to see us get married. Yeah. Isn't that weird? It's, uh, strange times. Strange times. Yeah. Call for strange measures. Yeah, for sure. I think... That we're going to be in Australia for a little bit longer and I'm going to try and get into the culture of uh, Australians. That's what I think that we should do. Well, you do own harem pants now after our very exciting adventure that we can't talk about. Yeah, those those um, parachute pants. Yeah. Yeah, they're awesome. We have a pair of those and one day we'll tell you all how we got them. But until then, Mark, where can everybody find you? <clears throat> Mark's okay on Instagram and uh, my Mark O'Keefe on, um, on Facebook. O K E E F F E. You got it. Okefe. Isn't that what the guy said to you in the last name on the phone? Yeah. They're like, Mr. Okefe. And I was like, yeah, I'd probably. Yes, sir. That's my name. And you can find me on Instagram at you. That's spelled E W. Girl, you nasty. Um, you can find us as a podcast also on Instagram at This American Irish Life Podcast. Please go on iTunes, subscribe to the podcast, give us a five-star review, rate and review, tell everyone you know, because what the fuck else do you have going on right now? And until next time, <laughs> uh, I got nothing. Stay inside.